stay there. You know what? I believe that every single person on this planet can make a difference. And I believe that we all have something to offer, something that's so unique that it will change somebody else's life. I believe we all deserve to step into our true selves. And I believe that every single person needs to feel great about themselves. I want you to step into who you truly are and I want you to make a difference for somebody else and for yourself. And I don't think it's that hard. It's a matter of putting one step in front of the other and just taking action. And I'm interviewing guests that have done just that. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where you can make that decision to make your life count. It all starts with you saying yes. Welcome back to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. Now, today is Saturday and usually I publish a show on a Friday. This week, um, I'm way, way behind. I'll, I'll tell you why first, actually, because I decided to take a few days out and I took myself up to Lakes Entrance. And for those of you who are not uh, local, Lakes Entrance is this little beach town. And when I say little, it's probably got the longest main street that I've ever known. Um, and anyway, it's got like three lots of water, so the main ocean and then uh, the first sort of river sort of inlet where all the uh, fishing boats and everything come, which is deeper, and then it's got the back section where all the little hire boats go up the river and the winery cruises go, and then uh, on the other side, and I'm not explaining this well, but just anyway, uh, it, it opens up to the Gippsland Lakes, which is an absolutely a, a gorgeous little gathering of little islands and, and a wonderful lake. And and particularly if you go to the lookout, it sort of goes, it winds down into this uh, seaside resort from this uh, wonderful, wonderful high, um, wonderfully high hilltop. And there's a lookout up there. And if you look down, you can see the, see the inlet. So it's where the, it's the lake's entrance. So it's the entrance to the lake's from the ocean into the lakes. And it's uh, while it sounds quite romantic and sweet and everything else, it's, it's a very, very, very treacherous um, opening and I wouldn't be trying it for boats. Anyway, I went up there because I thought I'm going to plan. I needed to get away and I needed to get away from um, cats. Now, don't take that the wrong way because I love my cats, but I try to spread papers out all over the place and one of my cats thinks that it's the best thing to jump up on the table and do a wiki on my uh, papers and they all fly all over the floor and the muddy footprints and then it's like, where the hell was that bit of paper? And I needed to have some headspace too to, to really plan um, my plan of attack for next year, even though it's only July. So I've been away and it's been absolutely beautiful. What actually came from it, um, even though I had that intention, I started writing my third book and um, it's about connection and I'm so excited. I wrote that much stuff, brain dumped that much stuff that I sat there at the end of day one and thought, holy hell, there's so much stuff. I don't know how to organize it. By the end of day three, I realized I've got enough content for four books. So I can't wait to get those out there. And anyway, leading into this, um, today I wanted to talk about ageism. I actually would love to call this um, podcast title, this episode title, Fuck Ageism, but I don't want to get banned from the podcast platform. So I'll just say it now within the within the uh, episode and not um, not not put it on the title and post it. 
But ageism, it's been bothering me a lot lately because, you know, I've just talked about um, writing, now writing my third book and I'm 60. It won't come out till I'm 61. Um, and with four more in sight, you know, or three more in sight, and they won't come out until my 60s. So for a start, let's just look at me, all right? Um, a lot of people say they're too old. I'm not too bloody old. Like 60 is not too old to bloody kickstart a heap of stuff. And if I just think about this, I didn't write my first book, Magnificent Kids, until I was 50. And then when I was 51, I started not-for-profit, one Planet Classrooms. And then when I was 55, I co-founded Girls With Hammers, which does, um, you know, women's empowerment uh, conferences. And by the way, if you know Girls With Hammers, if you're familiar with us, uh, you've probably been hanging out for a conference and we have just finally locked it in. So this year, 2023, our conference will be on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. So if you're listening to this um, and you haven't heard yet, you better lock that date in. It's going to be at Terrelgan Winery, uh, DeGrandy's Winery, and it is a bloody fabulous day. So if you want to know more about that, you can go to our website, girlswithhammers.com.au. That won't be up until later today. But anyway, that's where you can find the information. Subscribe to our newsletter and we will get you the info that sounded like a giant ad it wasn't it i just don't want people to miss out let's go back to my ages at age 56 i wrote my second book get off the bench age 57 i started this podcast um get off the bench of course you you know that because you're listening to it and at 58 i decided that it was time for me to fully fledge into my own business which does leadership training and team building a lot of that kind of stuff which it's exploding. So um, the, this business about being too old is a lot of rubbish. What I've been thinking about it a lot lately is I've had so many people say to me, oh, I don't know, yeah, look, I'm, I, I'd like to go out on my own or I'd like to, I'm getting sick of my job, you know, and I'm, and there's a lot of stuff going on at work and it's not making me happy, but I'm too old and, you know, I, 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 no one's going to give me a job, like I'm too old to get a job. A lot of these people are women. In fact, I would say probably 99% of them are women. And they're only like 50, 50, maybe to 55. And and yes, I do understand that that is the biggest, 45 to 55, I think, is the biggest demographic of homeless people, females, can you believe, um, which just shouldn't be that. They don't, they they can't get a job or they don't have a job and they can't, they don't have anywhere to live and their marriage is broken up or or whatever the case may be. And it's bloody, bloody sad and it shouldn't be the case. And <clears throat> potentially it is that some people won't employ someone that age, but I can tell you why. Don't listen to that shit because what a perfect age. Like 50 is fantastic for a woman, particularly because you got such a big bucket of life experience and tools and and not just life experience, work experience. Like there's so much that you can do. Menopause is such a shit. Menopause completely crushes our confidence. I know, I know that happens. And we doubt ourselves and everything else. And then we we feel like we're not in a position, but but and I'm not just aiming this at ladies, but I'll just say this point on it. Ladies, don't let that stop you. Please don't let it stop you. And please don't um, minimise your happiness or put your happiness at risk. This goes for men and women um, and anyone else. Just don't um, 
your life is worth a lot and you you can't just put up with shit and put up with a crappy boss, put up with a toxic work environment just because you think you're too old. And sometimes that prevents us from even looking elsewhere. Now, all right, if you think you're too old and you don't want to jump ship because, or you don't want to just quit because you think you might not get something, that's fine. I get that. But start looking, start looking for something else and don't remain unhappy. Now, that now that my rant's over, I also want to say that I read somewhere about this guy who was 80 and he wrote his first book at 80 and for the life of me, I can't remember his name and probably if I Googled it, I'd find him or you would too. But I know so many people who are 50, 60 beyond who are doing great things. They're writing their first book. You know, they're taking up a new hobby. They're starting to play guitar. They're switching jobs. They're going out on their own. They're going on a cruise for the first time in their life or, or doing the Kokoda Trail or whatever, you know. Please, I just, this whole pot, this whole episode, I just want people to understand that age is nothing. Age is, if it's stopping you, it shouldn't be. So please stop saying you're too old. Please don't think your life is um, coming to an end. And, and by the way, I understand that because when I turned 50, I had a, suddenly had a different perspective on mortality. Suddenly I started realizing, oh shit, I'm on the other end, you know, and now I'm going down. And it, it it does become a focus and you do start looking at that. But we don't know, we don't know how much time we've got left. And please do something. And it's probably quite timely this episode. My auntie died yesterday. She um had she died from pneumonia, but she'd been battling leukemia. And she was only in her 70s and, you know, that's a, that's a good innings, but that's still too young. And, you know, it it, it, it wasn't expected. She went into hospital with pneumonia and um, the, the hope was that she would come out and she died while she was in a coma. And, you know, these, it's, it's just, you don't know. You don't know when is your last day and you don't spend your life worrying about that or, or you know, not living while you're here, live. So do what you want. Anyway, what prompted me to do this, um, this episode is this, I just read this article this morning from ABC News and it's just a fantastic story about Shirley Newton. She's from the Mallee, um, just up north in Victoria in Australia, and she's 92, and she's just now, right now, on the 30th, it was, was on exhibition until the 30th of July, so I've just missed it. So sorry about that if anyone thought that would be good to see because I've, I've found this too late. She just did her, her first art exhibition at 92. Can you believe that? How fantastic. And the story goes her husband passed away 30 years ago and she, you know, feeling alone and wanted something to occupy her time and so she didn't know whether to do painting or piano lessons you know and a friend of hers said hey listen we're having a painting class why don't you come and so she did and she says that I suppose that day I was hooked and so over the past three decades she's painted dozens and dozens of of, of pieces of art and um, a lot of them are from the 
when I say the olden days, you know, 1920s and that kind of stuff, stuff that she remembers and, like, you know, old towns with dirt roads and a few cars and, um, you know, how it used to look back then. And it's just not, not all of it, by the way. She's done some beautiful pelican pictures and it, it is just absolutely stunning. Her her work, I'm looking at pictures of it now, it is stunning and most of them are of landscapes and still life pieces, you know, that kind of stuff. But the the colour is really vivid and it's it's absolutely beautiful. And she talks about that, you know, she still remembers a time when there was all dirt roads and and advanced machinery and electricity were fairly new. And she says it was a different world then. We didn't have TV or anything like that. And Dad used to have have to bring the car battery inside so that we could listen to the wireless, which is a radio. And um, then we'd go to get in the car and, and, the, and the battery was flat because they'd have it inside. And I just think this is like... You know, what What wonderful stories older people have. And I, I think that we forget that the older we get, the more the more we've gathered and amassed such a, a wonderful collection of stories that, you know, the young people probably don't even understand. I know I had an appointment yesterday and the, the, the girl asked me, what have you been doing today? And I said, oh, um, I've been all over the countryside, Mike, or are you, Mel? And I was referring to the Leyland brothers, you know, that um, travel all over the countryside, us the Leylands, us the Leylands, travel all over the countryside, us the Leyland brothers. <laughs> she didn't know what I was talking about. She was probably 40. I said, you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? She said, I've got no clue. And I said, there used to be a show on TV called the Leyland brothers, Mike and Mel Leyland, with their wives and kids, and they used to have two four-wheel drives and they went all around Australia and it was a TV show and they showed you all different parts of Australia. And and then I said, do you know Russell Coit? She said, oh, yeah. I said, well, he, he kind of took the piss out of that show. She said, oh, yeah, I kind of know what you mean. But the point is, you know, there's so many things that as we age, you know, that these are fond memories. And Rather than focusing on how old we are in a negative way, we should be focusing on how many years we've chalked up and what amazing memories and experiences we've chalked up that we can share with people. I just think it's fantastic. So going back to Shirley, because I don't want to um, dismiss her works, but her works are absolutely beautiful. And what she says, and I, I, I think this is really wonderful, is when I'm painting, Everything else can be forgotten, the washing, the ironing, and the cooking. And I think sometimes we do get overwhelmed with everything that's around us and we don't find um, something that can give us mindful moments where we can just sit and um, just just forget the world, just be at peace, just be in the moment and absolutely love that space. And I think that to have good well-being and good mental health, which extends to physical health, I think we need to have those things in our lives that really do give us that mindfulness and age shouldn't stop us. And But on the other end of that is age also should, um, we still should have enough energy to do the things that we want. So oh, that's probably all I wanted to say on this. I just want to, again, say fuck ageism and don't don't believe in it, don't agree with it, don't perpetuate it, don't tell yourself some crappy narrative that you're too old and that, you know, life's falling away without you, that kind of stuff. And 
because at the other end of the scale is all these young people and I've had a lot of young people on here and I've been doing a lot of promoting that you're never too young because at the other end of the scale the young people get dismissed and I think that sucks too and I, you know, why should young people be dismissed and why should old people be dismissed and and the world's not just this bloody sweet spot for 30, 40 year olds, do you know? No, no, yeah, if you're not 30, 40, you, you're worth nothing. What a load of shit. What an absolute load of shit. If you know someone who's over 60, over 70, something like that, or someone who's under 20, give them a bloody pat on the back and tell them how bloody awesome they are. Give them some inspiration and give them some hope that, that you know, they're not too old, they're not too young, that everything that they've got to contribute is bloody valuable. And and the world needs every single person shining at their best, like glowing at their best, like a sparkling bright light. That's how the world should be. And if we don't encourage people, inspire people and, and tell them that we believe in them, their light goes dim. And that bloody sucks and it's not fair and none of us have the right to do that to somebody else. So let's just start inspiring each other, encouraging each other, lifting each other up, start saying nice things to people, about people. Let's do that. And whether we have a better world of kindness, you know, where we can reach a tipping point one day and, uh, you know, where, where we reach a tipping point for good. I think that that's just the uh, absolute be all and end all. I'm going to leave it there because I just love ranting and raving and this stuff just fills me up to imagine that everyone's lights are on. So I hope that's inspired you. Sorry it's a day late for those who absolutely religiously listen to this on a Friday, although I reckon it's a weekend listen anyway. Um, have a fantastic weekend. Have a fantastic week coming up. And don't forget to go girlswithhammers.com.au and, and have a look at if you want to uh, come to our conference in Terelgan in November. Other than that, have a fantastic time. Thanks for joining me again. See you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining me. As always, I hope this episode inspired you. If you know somebody who's taken courageous action to create something that's making a difference for other people, let me know about it. Go to my website, karenvaughan.com, tinker around there, have a bit of a look and send me a message. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you're worth it. Your unique talents and gifts need to be out in this world. And I'm so passionate about inspiring you to achieve that. So you've listened to this episode. Just say yes, make the decision and put one foot in front of the other. See you next week.